Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. Hallelujah. Someone give the Lord a clap offering. What a powerful name. Amen. Indeed, the Bible says by the mention of the name Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Give the Lord another clap offering. God is good all the time. Our God is a good God. Amen. Once again, I welcome all of you into today's service. Is the robot on, please? All of you into today's service. Amen. Be rest assured and be rest assured that you will go back what? The same. Amen. Now, four weeks now, we've started uh, something very special. Amen. Uh, I told you we are looking at certain specific subjects uh, in these four weeks. Today is the fourth week. Today will be the last of this. And I told you it's an assignment that I'm giving you as your pastor. That listen to this. You are meant to be listening to all the tapes, but listen to this form including today at least over and over and over. Amen. Soak it in. Soak it in. Amen. Because if we are going to see drastic change in our life, this is the secret. The fear, the fear, if you stay in the church longer, you can become numb. So you become numb you don't grow, you don't change again. It's a danger. You can use the word, you can become familiar. Amen. So I'm just saying this to say that that's when, that's why obedience to instructions matters. You hear many churches, pictures, they say revival, revival, meaning the church members have become numb. They are, they are asleep, so they need to be revived. That's what it means. That's what it means. They need to be revived. He said, awake, you sleeper. Oh, you sleeper. He said, you have a, 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 a. He said, you have what? He said, you have an image. He didn't use the word image, but another word for his image. That you are warm, that you are alive, but you are dead. You understand? So I'm just saying this is to say that we should be careful too. Do this thing, amen. Because God wants to bless us. God wants to give us a change. So he's showing us the way. If God wants to bless you and God wants to change you, if God truly comes to you and is really dealing with you, it comes with do, don't do. It comes with instructions. Because you are a product of your actions, whether you know it or you don't know it. So there would never be a change without 
a change in your actions. As for God's part, it's minor because his own will be instant. Blam, blam, blam. But the rest is how to manifest it or how to keep it or how to continue. And it's not a one-off thing. Mom, you are looking very nice. I assume you don't, you don't, you didn't bath today because you've been bathing for the last 30 years. <laughs> Am I right or wrong? I'm wrong. Mommy say I'm wrong. Mommy say she's been bathing for the last 30 years, but she's still bathing. Because the moment she stopped bathing, that's the end of the beauty. Aha. Uh-huh. It's the same with many things. Amen. Wow. So the past four weeks, including today, we've been looking at specific things. The first thing we look at was that the word of God is everything. And you will never, ever get anything from God. Or there will be nothing by God, with God, that will contradict his word. Amen. So the way to receive from God, to walk with God, is to obey what? The word. Because as you obey the word, you will eventually become the word. It is that simple. If you don't obey, you will never become it. Amen. So, but then we realize, how can you obey what you don't know? So the second week, we came that in order to obey, you must know. And the only way you will know the only way you know when you yourself you begin to study it because the preaching whatever you do if you yourself don't start studying won't have that effect if you begin to study the preaching will have that much effect so then we took the opportunity to learn how to what study the bible because if it is important then we must know how to we, we shouldn't assume that we know it and indeed, if you truly know it already, then you are being reminded of it. Please, do you understand? So then, now we know how to get the information from the word by studying in order to what? obey the word. So last week, I showed you how, or I showed you the process that the word goes through for it to become true in your life. So that you are not deceived to think that to think that pastor said, when I stop eating last thing in the evening, I will lose weight. And when I start jogging or skipping, skipping 10 minutes every day, I will lose weight. And I've, yesterday I didn't eat in the evening. This morning I have skipped and I haven't lost weight. So that you understand that you will need to be skipping for months or years and you need to stop eating the evening for years or months, depending on your weight. So you are not deceived. So for you to understand that it goes through a process before it manifests. Please, do, do you understand? If you've not been bathing, you don't use cream, and you start bathing today and start using cream, your skin will not change. You still have a hard skin, but if you continue with years, then you notice that now your skin has changed. But the moment you start doing, the process starts. So we saw that it goes through what? a process and we took the opportunity to say that it is not just the doing but it is how you do it. It's not just the makeup 
It is how you do the makeup. Some makeup are scary and, and, and some are lovely. No, am I lying? No, let's be honest. But they are all makeup. So it's not doing the makeup, it's how you do it. <laughs> Give the Lord a clap of him. <laughs> Amen. And it's not, it's not being legalistic or religious. It's how you do it. It's how you do it. Amen. So, so now we've come to a place that I believe by this three teaching, if you listen to it and you decide to obey it, you will be in a better place. Now you, you have all the authority to start obeying the word of God, to start knowing what? The word. Amen. But today, which is our final section on this, because from next week, we have to start preparing for the year 2022. Amen. Amen. From next week, we start preparing for 2022. But if you are a Christian and you are obeying the word of God, there are three main weapons, attack of Satan for those who obey the word of mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. Satan has many attacks, many weapons. The Bible says for our weapons, uh, sorry, that, that is for us. <laughs> it says for our weapons are not canary. But the Bible says we, we are not ignorant of the schemes, schemes, yes. So Satan has different and many schemes. He has one for pastors, yeah. One for pastor's children, pastor's wives. Yeah, it's true. One for committed members. One for Christians. One for the worldly people. Yeah, he, he has the general one for all. You understand? So, for a Christian who has decided he's, or she's going to obey the word, or who is in obedience to, who is in obedience to the word of God, Satan has three main schemes or three main attack or arrows that he uses what? Against those who what? Obey what? The word of God. So today we are going to look at Satan's greatest weapon against Christians who obey the word of God. Mm -hmm. If you don't obey the word of God, this is not necessary for you, even though it will affect you. No, it's true. It's true. Because the moment you start obeying the word of God and you are in obedience to the word of God, it means the sky is the limit for you. So Satan has three main or his greatest weapon. This is specifically for those who obey the word of God. So if it is that, so that's what we are going to look at today. Because as you are obeying the word of God of, or you decided to obey the word of God, this attack will come against you. Maybe it has even come against you. Maybe it didn't succeed. Maybe it has even what succeeded. But my prayer is that as this teaching goes on, you recognize this satanic what? Attack. Now, when Satan comes to attack you, attack you, when, when he comes to attack you, he attacks you through people. Never forget that. Jesus looked at Peter in the eyes and said, Satan, get out of thee. Hmm. 
he looked at his disciples and said, have I not called you? But one of you is a devil. It's a devil. He didn't say like a devil. He said, it's a devil. And he, he said to Peter, Satan, get out of me. Amen. So Satan works through humans, just like the Holy Spirit works through what? Humans. So many a times, when people think of Satan coming against them, they, they imagine unnecessary thing, believe me. The real attack of Satan, you will not see a devil. You will not even see voodoo. Even though all those things are attack. But the real attack of Satan, the real attack and the most powerful is so subtle. If you are not deep in the Lord, you will not even notice it. And that's what we are coming to look. But we are not coming to look at Satan's attack. We are coming to look at his greatest attack against those who obey the word of God in connection towards the word of God so that you will be careful. Now Satan has three main attack or weapons against those who obey the word of God. And the agenda and the purpose of this attack is just to stop the people from obeying the word. Because if he managed to stop you from obeying the word, he has passed. It's that simple. And this attack is so powerful, he even used it against Adam. Because Adam and Eve, note, they could see God face to face. They, speak, they spoke to God face to face. But that attack was successful. That should tell us that it's not yeah. a small thing. Mm. So as I'm showing you, even though it was small, it's not small. Yeah. And Jesus, after 40 days fasting and prayer, who appeared? So if you think you fast and pray, so that's all, you are joking. And when Satan appeared, what was the target? To pull him down. And he used this attack too. So if he used this attack against Jesus, that should tell you it's not a small attack. Amen. So Satan has three main attacks. The first attack is the first attack of Satan against Christians who are obeying the word of God is he questioned the word of God that you know and twist it. He questioned the word. He will not question the word of God you don't know. He questions the one you know, you know, and he twists it. And if you fall, that's your end. And that one, if you fall, it is so strong because like it is your, your own decision, consciously or unconsciously. And the second attack is he tells you that this is Old Testament. <laughs> That's his second attack. This is Old Testament. Mm. Then his third attack is he tells you that this is the law. <laughs> that this is the law. Yeah, that this is the law. These are the three major and the greatest attack of Satan against yeah, Christians yeah. who are obeying the word. And we will begin to look at it now. So the first weapon and attack of Satan against those who are obeying the word is he will question the word of God you are obeying to, 
twist it. To twist it. Yeah. It sounds simple, mm. but very powerful. Yeah. It sounds simple, but very effective. This has caused a lot of people who are supposed to go up, up in the Lord to progress in life to fall. It has halted many Christians' life. And let me show it to you. Genesis chapter 2, verse 15 to 17. We are looking at Satan's greatest weapons against people. So, who obey the word? Mm. So, as you are obeying the word, as you are going to obey the word, Satan, if he hasn't launched this attack against you yet, will launch this attack. Yeah. And Satan attack every now and then he tries it. Because the strategy is, is we read it in Nehemiah, or we learned it years ago, he said, we will continue, perhaps they will stop what? Believing. Amen. Let me show it to you. So read it. Genesis chapter 2, verse 15 to 17. Genesis chapter 2, 15 to 17. Mm -hmm. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the Garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Amen. Anyway, continue to read. Rumi, are you monitoring what you are doing? And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helpmeet for him. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast in the field, and every fowl of the air, and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. Amen. Amen. Okay. So, we, I'm just only interested in Genesis chapter 2, verse 15 to 17. So, Genesis chapter 2, verse 15 to 17 says, God took man and put him in a garden. And God gave man his word. Mm -hmm. This was a command. Amen. He said, you can eat all the trees, every fruit. There were over guarantee." over a hundred different trees in the garden. Amen. So you can eat everything, but, but you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and what? Evil. So God commanded man, say you can eat everything. And the command is, you must not eat the fruit of the tree of what? Knowledge, knowledge of evil. Of knowledge of what good evil. and what evil. evil, it wasn't an apple, amen. Mm. I've even heard Christians say, Man ate the apple, and that was it. No, it's a special fruit called the fruit of what knowledge of good and what evil. And God gave man the reason for this what command. So, the word of God said that the moment we eat from it you will certainly what die. So God's word to man was, don't eat the fruit of what? Knowledge of good and what? Evil. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I'm saying that do not eat it is the moment you eat it, you will certainly for sure what? Die. So this is God's word to man face to face. Please, is this command difficult to understand? No, no, I'm serious. Is it difficult to understand? Yeah. Do you need any special <laughs> uh, interpretation to understand 
You can eat all the food, but except mm. this mm. one, no. You don't need it. Mm. So is that straight? It's not like difficult. Is this difficult to keep? That I can drink all the drinks in the shop. I can drink every drink except mm. the lucuzid. Is it difficult to keep? No. Is it impossible to keep? Mm. And the reason why is that when I drink the lucuzid, I'll be sick. The reason why is if I eat that, I would have, is it difficult? Is the reason difficult to understand? No. That was God's word. Very simple. This is very simple. Mm. The reason why I'm showing you this, how simple it is that we are not talking about higher word of God. No. Or the so-called what we say higher word. Mm. Every God's word is higher. Mm. We are not talking about what they say, any spectacular revelation or anything. No. Amen. God, every God's word is a revelation. Mm. Amen. Amen. So that's God's command. So Adam and Eve are obeying it. Then Satan comes, deploy his greatest weapon against Adam and Eve. Note that they see Adam and Eve. They see God face to face. You are even dying for the presence. And they see him face to face. And Satan comes and look at the weapon he deployed. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 to 5. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 to 5. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 to 5. Mm -hmm. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Ye have God said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Amen. So note what the serpent, you know the serpent is Satan. The Bible says the old yes. serpents, the devil. Okay. So the Bible says, what did Satan do when he came? What did he do? He questioned Eve about what? The word of God. He said, did God say, if it is cold, can one of us please go downstairs to make sure that all the four is turned on? Just in case they didn't turn on the heating. I thought it was turned on. All the four, please. Amen. So the Bible said, the Bible said, when Satan came, the serpent came, what did he do? He questioned that him. Word. He said, did God said you should not eat of this fruit? Did you know he questioned the word mm. of God? He knew it. And the woman said, yes, God said that. And then what did he do? He twisted the word of God that he questioned. He said, oh, if you eat this fruit, you will be like what? God. You will know the difference between what? Right and wrong. Good and evil. He did not say you will not die. He did not say that the word of God is false. But he twisted it. Did you get it? God said, if you eat it, you will die. And Satan come and say, if you eat it, you become like what? God. You will know what? The difference between good and what? Evil. He did not twist it. Uh, sorry. He did not deny. He twisted the word. As if he was for the word. But at the same time, against 
the word. So he questioned the word and twisted the word. And if true, the Bible says he went on to what? Eat it. Amen. He went and what? Eat it. But he lied to Eve because they were already like gods. Because the Bible says he created them in their own image. Jesus said, are you not what? Gods. Did he not call them gods? Mm. Mm. So what he was promising them or was telling them was nothing. But what he was telling them that you know good and evil. What he didn't tell them that the moment you know good and evil, you would need to be chosen. A man cannot choose good all mm. the time. No. And the moment evil come in, you begin to what? Corrupt, decay. Yeah. And what he did not tell them to that disobedient is sin. And the moment you disobey God, sin will enter. And what is the wages of sin? Death. So you see that God wasn't lying. No. But Satan didn't explain all this thing. He brought the word up and twisted it. And he got them. These are people who can see God. These are people who walk with God. And I see this scheme everywhere. It comes against me. Jesus does a campaign several times. They speak like they are for the word. Yeah. But then they sow a seed. They twist it. It's a bait. Yeah. And when you take it, that's your end. So you see, God was right. Today, are we not dying? Hasn't he died? Have we not been, a, whenever I hear temptation, it means, hey, to choose between good and evil. Isn't it our downfall? So Satan's first greatest weapon is that the word of God, you know, he twists it. He twists it. He twists the word. And in your sense, it will be like it makes sense. It makes sense, but you don't know the consequences. The consequences is evil. And many Christians, this has been their downfall. Many Christians have come to me and they say, I don't need to go to church. I have a relationship with God. And they will say, I am the church. <laughs> and I say, you are not the church. You can't be the church. And they will argue. I say, you are a temple. <laughs> and a temple is not a church. A temple just means a habitation of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> the Bible says you are a temple. But the Bible says the church is the body of Christ. And we are individual members. <laughs> and many of them, when you say, like they shock. They speak like they are for God. Oh, I'm a Christian. Oh, I go to church. But these pastors these days, they are like men of God. So I don't follow them. And twisting. Jesus said, if you receive, then it's me you receive. They are not these pastors. They are servants of God. Messengers of God. So you want to hear from God? You want God to reach us, their messengers. But you see, they twist the word of God. Question the word and twist it. Question, and the word the question is plain, is direct. You don't need any, listen, you don't need anything to understand that word. But you become a victim. You, you become a victim. How difficult it is to understand do not judge any man regarding the Sabbath days. If mm -hmm. any man consider any day holy, mm. 
let it be so unto me. How difficult it is to understand this. You don't need interpretation. But people have made a whole doctrine of it. Yeah. Mm. It's not a problem, but it becomes a problem when they are fighting us mm. with that. It's like you cannot have that freedom. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Let me show you again. You see that he used this same scheme against Jesus. I'm showing this too so that you will understand how important it is. How powerful it is. Yeah. Even though it's subtle. And it does this through people. It could be anybody closer to you, mother, father. It could even be your partner, your friends. I don't need to worship God. I don't need to go to church to worship God. Worshiping God is in the heart. It's in the heart. Mm -hmm. Because the Bible says uh, we, we should worship God with all our heart. God knows our heart. You see how they've twisted it. Mm -hmm. But the Bible says the art of the abundance of the heart. It said, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So truly, if it's in your heart, that's what you do is what is in your heart. It's not what you say. Many people are good at saying, I love you. I will come and never turn up. As they are saying, they know they are not coming. It's not in their heart. Yeah. So what is in your heart is what you do. And people, Christians, and I, I don't need, I don't need to, I don't need to pay tight. I even give more than ten percent. I give more than ten percent. Anybody that will say that is a liar, believe me. I give more than ten percent. I give more than ten percent. God never asks for more than ten percent. If truly you give more than ten percent, why not obey and give ten percent, and you give the extra as offering or whatever. Please, you understand? Let, let's read Matthew chapter 4, verse 4 to 7. I'm just showing you the schemes. It sounds subtle. So they question the word of God. They question the word of God you are obeying. Why is that you are going to church all the time? You don't need to go to church all mm. the time. You don't need to go to church all the time. Mm. And then they would... They, 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 but what did the Bible say? Mm -hmm. Do not forsake, do not forsake the gathering of the saints. Do not forsake, do not forsake. Mm -hmm. Don't you go to work all the time? So what would be wrong going to church all the time? Amen. Please read it for us. Matthew chapter 4, verse 4 to 7. Mm -hmm. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Then the devil taketh him up into the holy city, and setteth him on a pinnacle of the temple, and saith unto him, If thou shalt be son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee, lest, lest at any time thou shalt dash thy foot against a stone. Amen. Amen. So, no, finish it, please. Jesus said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Amen. Amen. So this is Jesus, who, the Son of God, the Word himself. Mm. Hmm. After 40 days fasting and prayer, Satan came. Obviously, Satan will come with what? His greatest weapon. And his weapon, one of his greatest, as you can see, he is Satan, as usual. 
quoted the word of God, mm-hmm. but twist it. He said, the word of God says, if you throw yourself, this is some, he will catch you. So throw yourself. You see, but Jesus being the word, knowing the word, said it is true, but it is also written that I should not test God. <laughs> so Satan fell because with Jesus, he did not what? Succeed. Yeah. Unlike Adam. And if, yeah. but what I want to see is that the temptation was the word, using the word against him. Amen. So you see that people around will quote scriptures, scriptures that make sense. <laughs> the scriptures make sense, so, mm. but it is not the entire truth. No. So it's been twisted. Yeah. Just to hurt you, just to seize you, just to prevent you from obeying that word by disobeying. Please, do we get it? It looks subtle, but believe me. So you hear, and this one, he uses people around you. And now these people around you, let's not forget, those on social media are also people around you. Yeah. Don't forget to. Mm. Now, if whenever you take your phone and you go to YouTube or Facebook, whoever is on you, you are surrounded by that person. Yeah. Whoever you are listening, always be mindful. You are fellowshipping with that person that moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because now the person doesn't need to be closer again. Never forget that. So all they do is the weapon. He has used a lot of strategy. Just question the word of God to twist it. Not genuine. To twist it. To twist it. Because if Jesus had jumped, he would have died. <laughs> because we are not to test God. But if you should fall, he will save you. But not intentionally. Yeah. You see, but Jesus counter him what? With the word. So the reason why I chose this particular one, it shows her how to overcome that. Yes. And you see that you need to know the word. Because you see that Satan, overca- uh, Jesus overcame Satan when he questioned the word to twist it mm-hmm. by the word. By the word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This Thursday, I was at Jesus' dancer campaign, and a man came. <laughs> he was looking at me in the eyes, direct, ditto, ditto. <laughs> and I remember when I was being trained. One of the first things I was taught is don't look at people in the eyes direct. I mean, this was my early days. But now, now, I look at people direct in their eyes. Because I've grown in the Lord. Amen. Yeah. Now, I look at you in your eyes to enter your soul. So this man was looking direct me in the eyes and I also started looking direct into it. His eyes. Because if anything, I have the lion of the tribe of Judah in me. Amen. Amen. So I was looking into his eyes, eye to eye. I asked him questions. He won't answer. Like, he will, he will use his head. I say, what church do you go to? He say, I go to something witches of London. I'm a witch. Witches of London. So I say, then you're a wizard. I say, yes. 
or he was nodding at the same time, gazing into my eyes, eye to eye. And I said, but you know, Christ doesn't, I've forgotten the word I used, but something like, Christ does not accept witches. He doesn't like witchcraft. And he said he knew, like he didn't say it, like mm. quiet. Mm. So then I realized he was just chanting, he was casting spell as he was looking into my eye. So I just said, no divination against Jacob shall prosper. The moment I said that, they were there. He, <laughs> just, he was like, and he just walked off. <laughs> and I'm sure we have it on camera. Yeah. yeah. He realized I've caught him. He yeah. realized it won't work. And he just woke up. Just this Thursday. Yes. We, we do have people. I think three or four weeks ago, we, we had a person who came to cast spells on the book. Yeah. 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 You people don't know what we deal with. That's why I say it, it's grace. It's God's work. We've had people, Brixton, we had a woman performing yeah. a mm. satanic ritual in front of us. I don't know whether I remember, before the lockdown, yes. going around singing the song. And this one, we have it on camera. <laughs> mm. Amen. Praise the Lord, Jesus. So what I'm trying to say, there, even the reason why I'm saying this is, how did I, okay, you let me use the word, what made this man just took off? I just quoted a scripture. No divination Amen. against Jacob Amen. shall prosper. I'm Jacob, I'm Israel. Yes. The Bible says, now Israel is not of the flesh, but of the spirit. The Jew is not of the flesh, but of the spirit. You see, so you see that you will need to know what? The word. Amen. Not chew it, but you just know that the word of God say, for example, for this is just example, the word of God say, I shouldn't come before him empty handed. So I must take what? An offering. It's, it's that simple. Why do you always have to take offerings to church? These pastors, you know, your money, your money, your money. Why do you also always have to take money to the pub? Why? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Why? Always money. Buy football jersey. 100 pounds. Just that every year, every year it's outdated. People buy tickets, 1,000 plus for the whole year. I'm not complaining. I'm not saying it's wrong. Why don't you have a problem with that? <laughs> People subscribe for, to Sky. Sky pay 50 something just so that they can watch soccer. Why don't you have a problem with that? Why don't you have a problem with that? You understand? So it's to know the word and also to remember it is only the scriptures that interpretates the scriptures. Because sometimes they twist the word of God by saying, for example, you see, say, they will come, they will come with boldness. The Bible say, the Bible say this and this. Whenever somebody say the Bible say this and this and it feels challenging to you, ask the person, tell him, show it to me in the Bible. Yeah. Jesus the answer campaign knew it. We've had all sorts of people well dressed, good, they come and say, listen, the Bible says this. Some will even quote scripture. Yeah. And the confident and they are looking, yeah. you would think it's right. But we have only one rule. Show it to me in the Bible. And we have a big Bible. We show it to me. And 100% is not there. Because if it's there, you, know, you know the word already. 100% is not there. 100% is not there. So the scheme is because Adam didn't quote scriptures. 
when Satan twisted and uh, questioned the word of God. So the enemy got them. But Jesus quote scripture, me he countered it by what? The knowledge of what? The word. So if for any doubt, ask the person to show you. Sometimes they, will, they come and say, listen, tight is Old Testament. Tight is, yeah. the Lord showed me, the Lord told me there was a woman. Yeah. I just took the Bible. I said, show me where it's written that mm. tight is Old Testament. Mm. There's nowhere in the Bible. I said, if anything, I'd rather show you. Yeah. Jesus said in Matthew mm. that you have to pay tight. Amen. I, I, I will show you. Yes. So the key is, mm. show me. Where is it written in the mm -hmm. Bible? You show me. Mm -hmm. Show me. Thank God that the Bible. Sh show me. So be careful about this scheme. They, they will question it. They will, they will say us. One lady, one lady was in the church. <laughs> that lady, I have to call her. He was in the church. She became born again. We met her Jesus Dancer campaign. She became born again. She even got baptized. She was coming to the church. And one day she came to tell me she won't sleep with the boyfriend again because she's found out that fornication is not accepted. Mm -hmm. I said, fair enough. And she said she told the boyfriend that mm -hmm. it won't happen. The boyfriend's giving pressure. She won't do it. And now the boyfriend decided to marry her so that uh, this thing. And they married. We went, we went for the marriage. We went for the marriage. And the moment he married, he told, she told me that the boyfriend said, Tight is too much. It's too much to give tight, like 10% of her income to the church. And the moment he said that, she said that to me, she stopped the church. Up to now, up to today. So this is the point I want to make. You would think if she married rather, <laughs> now that she's living well, she rather worship yeah. God. But the husband has rather caused mm. her to backslide. <laughs> he, said, right. he said it's too much money to give to the church and before God and man I've never spoken to her on tithe before mm. when I've never mm. many of you have been in this church over two years I haven't preached on tithe mm. have I? Because more than three years I haven't preached on tithe maybe four years mm. it doesn't mean I will not preach but I preach what God asks me to preach yeah. you understand mm. so I have yeah and and she, she stopped. What? A word that that money, that money, the 10% is too much to give to God. 10% is too much to give to God. Don't you still have 90? Isn't the 90 enough for you? Don't you give more than 10% to other uses? No, don't we give more than 10% to other uses. Some women, even their hair alone. There's nothing wrong, but don't we give that to more than other uses? It's true. Even our tax is more than 10%. Tax is 20%. Mm -hmm. And we've been paying, that's the minimum, 20%. And there's no problem. No problem. We don't mm -hmm. have a problem with it. Mm -hmm. In fact, if you have a problem with your tax, you have a problem. <laughs> Amen. So be careful about this scheme. Yeah. Question the word of God that yes. you are obeying. Yeah. Not to find one, but to twist it. Yeah. To twist it. Mm. One, one man said, look at the scripture. And I read, he said, the Lord will send you a prophet. He said, did you see? 
that was Prophet Muhammad. I said, ah. <laughs> so I said, ah. But he didn't say Prophet Muhammad. He said, but that's Prophet Muhammad. I said, how will you know it's Prophet Muhammad? I said, let me show you. I opened a scripture. I said, God said, you see these words, God said it is Jesus. I show him the scripture that said that prophet is Jesus. Mm. How can you show you that? The Bible said, God, Moses said, God will send you one like me, a prophet who will lead you. And that is Prophet Muhammad. Before he showed me the Bible, he told me, do I know that the Bible said Muhammad is there? I said, I don't know. I said, show me. And he took the Bible and he opened it. I said, but it doesn't have Muhammad name there. But believe me, many people fall to this because they never look into the Bible. And believe me, the confidence of the people, and not only the confidence, there is a power behind yeah, it. Yeah. One time, Brother Chris came to mm. Brother Chris came to visit us, Jesus mm. Dancer Campaign. And when he came, there was a strong, should I use the word argument? I don't know if I should use the word argument. But there was a strong contention because yeah. this guy has come to twist the word of God was using this weapon. And you know, Brother Chris is a cool, you know, man. So he was just quiet. And he went. <laughs> I don't know whether he bought us coffee or something. He went. Then that evening, he had a dream. So when he had the dream, he saw the man. He saw us at Jesus Dancer campaign, arguing. But whenever the man speak, something like saliva comes out of his mouth to fall on us, but then there is a shield around us. So it falls on the shield and the saliva. God was showing him the attack, the power behind those yeah, words. Yeah, you know, yeah, every yeah, serpent yeah. has saliva. The power yeah. behind those yes. words. So you think they are just words, but it will sow a seed. Yeah. It will twist you and mm. it will hurt you and that will be your end. Mm. That will be your end. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So this is Satan's word. Greatest what? Weapon. Question the word of God to what? Twist it. For you. The ta- mm. That one, the target is you. So that he sees you obeying that word. Amen. But remember, the Bible is only the Bible that what? Interprets the Bible. If I write you a letter, the meaning of the letter, where is it? Let me give you that scripture. First Peter, please. Or second Peter chapter one verse twenty. Then we look at the second weapon of Satan. Second Peter, Peter chapter one verse twenty. Amen. Mm. Hallelujah. Second mm. Peter chapter one verse twenty. Mm-hmm. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the Scripture is of any private interpretation. No prophecy Amen. of the Scripture is of any what private what interpretation. Amen. Meaning you cannot interpret the Scriptures by yourself from any source no. unless by the scripture please do you understand mm-hmm. okay now the second weapon of satan if he's not able to twist the word of god because you are vigilant you always question to show it to you to yeah. find out what it says because when they say the thing and they show you the scripture you realize that that scripture is not saying what they are saying amen now if you the second one is this. He will say, this is Old Testament. Yeah. Or, they, or they'll say, Old Covenant. <laughs> In other words, you don't need to obey that word because it is Old 
Testament. And this one to many, many has fallen. The people don't realize that the Bible says, if you diligently obey all my commandments, so the commands of God that you are obeying can be your downfall. The car can be solid, everything, but that one flat tire, the car will not move. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Amen. So you hear them saying, this is Old Testament or mm. Old Covenant. In other words, don't obey that word. Amen. And this has destroyed a lot of Christians. It has hurt them. Because listen, the one, every disobedience is a sin. So it doesn't matter the kind of disobedience. The yeah. only difference is some affect you yourself physically. Amen. But then when they say testament, what, what do they mean by uh, this is Old or New Testament? The Bible, the Bible, the Bible does not have the word testament. Yeah. When you open your Bible and you see, for example, like in my Bible, where they have written uh, New Testament, it is not there. We put it there. We put the, the word New Testament there to show that this is from Jesus' time. To, because we human beings, we are limited. So we need to describe everything. Where is everything? I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but we put it to say New Testament, meaning from the day Jesus started. Another word for testament is covenant. New covenant. And to show that this is what? Uh, to separate. But what is a testament or what is a covenant? When we say old covenant, when we say old or new covenant, it means only one thing. It has got nothing to do with the word. It has got nothing to do with the scripture. When we say old covenant, is the covenant that Abraham had with God. First, to be a Jew, you have to circumcise. The male, you need to be what? Circumcised. So God made a covenant of circumcision with Abraham. And when Jesus came, when Jesus came, he made a new covenant that will allow everyone, whether circumcision or not, to become what? A Jew. Amen. And that is all it is. And the covenant is made by blood. So the Abraham covenant, you know, when you circumcise a person, blood drops. Yeah. So Jesus also shed his blood that all will qualify. So when we talk old and new covenant or old and new testament, it has nothing to do with mm. the scriptures. No. It has nothing to do with Christ. Mm. Mm. It has only got to do yeah. with the covenant yes. before Christ and the covenant from Christ. Other than that, we will even say the book of Matthew, Luke, John is Old Testament. <laughs> That's what they don't get. Please, do, do you get it? Mm. You see, why that... Do you get it? Yes. Why, why that scheme? Remember, see, everybody take your Bible. You will see that one third of the Bible 
is what, what we call Old Testament. <laughs> and only, sorry, two-thirds. Two-thirds, yeah, yeah, Only yeah. one-third is New Testament. Yeah. So imagine if you don't obey here. Are mm. you not, are you not done? You are mm. done. <laughs> you are done. And even Jesus himself, when he came, when Jesus was on earth, what we, what they call the New Testament did not exist. What did Jesus obey? What we call the Old Testament. Paul, Peter, they mm. did not obey what we call the New Testament. Mm. They obey what we call the Old Testament. Because reality, there's nothing like Old Testament and New Testament. Yeah. When the word Testament or covenant coming, it only has got to do with the blood. Amen. The covenant of circumcision. Yes. And the covenant of Christ. That's all. Yeah. Like first, I would not qualify to be a priest of God. But the new covenant mm. allows me to be a priest. First, you have Amen. to only be a Levite to be mm. a priest. Mm. Yeah. That's the new Old Testament. But the new testament or the new covenant allows me. So it has got nothing to do with the scriptures. But Satan, note, he works through people. Oh, this is Old Testament, New Testament. There's nothing like that. There is nothing like that except it has got to do with the blood of Jesus. And let me show it to you yeah. in the scriptures. Let's look at the Old Covenant or Old Testament. Genesis chapter 17, verse 4, uh, verse 7 to 14. Because we need to understand this. Amen. So you hear people say, in the Old Testament, God did this. And in the New Testament, God does it. Please, you are wrong. Amen. You are wrong. Mm -hmm. There's nothing like that. Yeah. God is the same. Yes. He never changes. Hallelujah. Jesus was there from the beginning. In the beginning was the word. Hallelujah. Was there in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Amen. So read, read it for us. The reason why we're reading this is for you to see what we call covenant, the old covenant. Yes. It is only one. In the Bible, God had covenant with many people. But the covenant that is universal, we had only three. Yes. The first one has not got to do with salvation. It has got to do with Noah, that God will not spoil the mm. earth again. Mm, mm. And the second one has got to do with salvation. That is with what? Abraham. And the third one, which is the final one, is with Christ Jesus. Finish. Amen. Finish. So let's read the Abraham one. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. um, Genesis chapter 17, verse 7 to 9. 7 to 14. Mm -hmm. 7 to 14 mm -hmm. and i will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a god unto thee and to thy seed after thee and i will give unto thee and to thy seed after thee the land wherein thou art a stranger all the land of canaan for an everlasting possession and i will be their god and god said unto abraham thou shalt keep my covenant therefore thou and thy seed after thee in thy generations this is my covenant which ye shall keep between Note, this is my covenant uh, yeah. for all generations so not for abraham david had a covenant but it was only between him mm -hmm. and god this is for all generations, all, generations. all nations uh -huh. between me and you and thy seed after thee every man child among you shall be circumcised mm -hmm. and ye shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin and it shall be a token of the covenant between me and you so what is the token of the covenant circumcision, circumcision. Uh -huh. 
and he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you, every man-child in your generations. He that is born in the house or bought with money of any stranger, which is not of thy seed. He that is born in thy house and he that is bought with thy money must needs to be circumcised, and my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. And the uncircumcised man-child whose flesh of his foreskin is not circumcised, that soul shall be cut off from his people. He hath broken my covenant. Amen. Amen. So no, this covenant was Hallelujah. between Abraham and his descendants. Yes. And say everlasting covenant, meaning forever, even when he's gone. Yes. That's why we say God of Abraham is the same God that we are serving. Mm. You understand? Mm. So when Jesus came, in order for everyone to come, made a new covenant. And let me show it to you in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 15 to 18. The only reason we read the Genesis to, for you to understand when you hear the word covenant or testament. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hebrews chapter 9, 15 to 18. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 15 to 18. Mm -hmm. And for this cause, he is the mediator of the New Testament. No, read okay, another version. Uh, okay. yeah. so, so, so know the word, know the word new. The testament is yes. another word for covenant. covenant. But I want, yeah. For uh -huh. this reason, Christ is the mediator of a new covenant. He's a mediator of a new covenant, meaning there was an old covenant. covenant. Th that's the one we read. Hallelujah. Uh -huh. That those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance. What was the covenant for that? The, did he say the word of God is uh, the, 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 scripture the scriptures before him is old? No. It says so that what? Those who are called will receive what? The promise. The, that's the promise we read. Amen. In Genesis, uh -huh. Yes. Now that he has died as a ransom to set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant. Mm -hmm. So now Hallelujah. that he has died to set us free under Hallelujah. the sins covenant by the first covenant. Yes. The, what we call the Amen. Abrahamic covenant, the one we read. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. In the case of a will, it is necessary to prove the death of the one who made it. Because a will is in force only when somebody has died. It never takes effect while the one who has made it is living. This is why even the first covenant was not put into effect without blood. When Moses had proclaimed every command of the Lord to oh, all... Oh, just to the 18. Amen. Amen. So all I want to show you that you could see, this is what we call, when we say new covenant, this is all it yes. means. This is all it means. When yeah. we say new testament, yeah, yeah, this is yeah. all it means. That Christ, through his death and shedding of his blood, has override Amen. the covenant mm. that make the Jew special. Now I'm also a Jew. So look at what Christ himself said in Matthew 26, 27 to 28. Matthew 26, 27, 28. Matthew 26, verse 27 to 28. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them saying, drink ye all of it, for this is my blood of the, of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. He said, drink of it, for this is my blood of the new word, covenant. Covenant, covenant means another, another word for testament. testament. Yes. So you could see mm -hmm. the New Testament and New Covenant has got to do with 
blood, Christ's yeah. blood, just to make us also qualify for what? The promises that was made to Abraham. That's why we sing the song, Abraham, blessings are mine. Yeah. Through Christ. Because other than that, you don't even know Abraham. <laughs> you, you, you understand? So when you hear the word new, this is Old Testament, this, there is nothing like that. Yes. There is nothing. The only thing that is Old Testament is now I do not need to be a physical Jew or I do not need to kill goats, mm-hmm. but now the blood of Jesus. Mm. Now I don't need to have a false uh, circumcise. The blood mm. is enough. That's all. And many Christians have fallen. It's in the Old Testament that we did this. Show me where it says in the Old Testament that we do this. No, but it's only the Bible. Are we not living by the Bible? So show me. You just show me. Mm. That's the key. You show me. Because mm. if you show me, I will pay it. Mm-hmm. I will pay the Bible. Mm-hmm. I didn't eat pork. I, I didn't eat pork. My mother never ate pork. So my house, there was no pork. So I grew up not eating pork naturally. And when I became a Christian, I wouldn't eat pork because it's unclean. Then I read the scripture. I say, <laughs> do not call anything that God has created what? Unclean. Unclean. And I read the scripture. I say, anything that God has <laughs> Amen. great, once you bless it, it is clean. Amen. I read that. Since then, no, like, I eat pork. But then before then, I wish, I wish, I would say, it is wrong to eat pork. It's unclean. I wish I could say that. But the Bible says it doesn't matter anymore. And last Saturday, last week, Jesus answered, someone came with the argument. I said, but you've been eating shrimps. Because God did not say only pork. He mentioned it, including shrimps, lobster, all those things. Even fish without skill. <laughs> so you show me where it said this is Old Testament. <laughs> show me. Yeah, show me. Just show me. Mm. So when you hear them say old, mm-hmm. old New Testament, there's nothing like that. Mm. Old New Testament only comes. See, should mm-hmm. I give you an assignment? Will you do one hour assignment? Go to Bible Gateway and test covenant or testament. You see that you even find many words, many words, covenant or testament, even in the so-called what we call New Testament. Hmm. I didn't say do it here. <laughs> Today the women are looking very pretty. <laughs> Man, we have to step our game. Mm-hmm. Is that anointing? Amen. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. So th- when you hear that, it's Satan coming against yeah. you to tell you to stop obeying that word. And his target, mm-hmm. his target is to lie to you. That this is Old Testament. When you hear whoever Satan is speaking true, tell him, show me in the Bible where it says this is Old Testament. Because wherever you are being is because the Bible says so. Oh, it's the Old Testament now. We don't need to pray like that, you know, because on the cross he said, he said, he said, it is finished. <laughs> oh, our people have come against me. It is finished. Yes, yeah, he said it is time. finished. 
But he didn't say it is finished. He said it is finished. That was it. He didn't say it is finished. You won't suffer. It is finished. Don't pray again. He never said that. What about the scripture that he said, pray without ceasing? What about the scripture that the one who said it's finished say, all who shall call upon the mm. name? What about the scripture that says it is finished? The one who said it's finished, when you pray, ask my Father in heaven in the name of Jesus. He said more things to, than it is finished. So how can you mm. put it in there? Mm. Yeah. It is finished and he gave a meaning he is dead. He's finished his work. That's yeah. all it means. He's finished. The Bible says after he gave up the ghost, meaning he has finished his work. He has finally released that blood. Amen. Finish. He's finished his Amen. work. That's all it means. Mm. His work that came. Yes. Mm. Not like his work is finished. His work wasn't finished. Other than that, you would not send the disciples and send us yes. like, go ye all around the world preaching, healing, yes. casting out devils. Amen. If his work has finished, why would he say that? Yes. But he as a person mm. has finished his, his work, but God's work hasn't finished. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. see? Amen. Give the Lord Amen. a clap of him. God is good. Amen. So, so there's nothing like Old New Testament. Mm. Let's use the word even. 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 Let's say even. What we call Old Testament is Old Testament. And what we call New Testament. You will see that Jesus is telling us to obey what we call Old Testament. Mm, mm, because mm. when the man came to tell him that he's good, what should he do? Mm. He told him to go and obey the Old Testament. Hmm. Yeah. That is the so-called Old Testament. Mm. Let, let's read it. John chapter 5, 46 to 47. I think we should read a couple of Jesus for mm. you to really understand. Mm. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Let's read this rather. Matthew chapter 22, 36 to 37. Amen. Mm -hmm. You see that the greatest commandment that uh, I just realized time is gone. Amen. <laughs> you see that the greatest commandment when Jesus was asked the greatest commandment you will see that what he preached, what he told them was that was the greatest commandment is what we call the Old Testament. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Read it for us. Matthew 22, 36 to 37. Yeah. Master, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. So which is the greatest Amen. commandment? Jesus said to him, and where did Jesus get this? This is Deuteronomy mm -hmm. chapter 6 verse 7. Yeah. Let, let me show it to you. So you see that what Jesus called the greatest commandment was the so-called Old Testament. Yeah. So you see that Jesus himself was preaching the so-called Old Testament. Mm. Look at it. That word wasn't originally of Jesus as a person. It was Deuteronomy 6 verse 7. In fact, the Old Testament, I can give another assignment. I don't know if you find it. If, if you take what we call the New Testament and you begin to cut out the Old Testament place in it, you have almost nothing. The New Testament is full of old, what we call Old Testament. That is what they used to preach to the people before it was written down. They didn't have Paul, Peter, Mark, Luke, mm -hmm. John. They didn't have what we have, what we call Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, uh, 
first Peter, they didn't have that. What they had was Isaiah, Jeremiah, Deuteronomy, Genesis. So when you read Acts, it is full of Isaiah, Deuteronomy, yeah. Genesis. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the word of God is one. Yeah. Yes. Do, do you understand? Yes. Read, read it for me. Deuteronomy. No, Deuteronomy 6, verse 5. Mm-hmm. Deuteronomy chapter 6, mm-hmm. verse 5. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy So heart. the Deuteronomy 6, verse 5, and which one came first? Deuteronomy. So Jesus was preaching Deuteronomy 6, verse 5. So even if the so called Old Testament is telling us that the oath that is the greatest commandment. I didn't say it. He said, what was the greatest commandment? And he, he quoted, he preached Deuteronomy 6 verse 5. Another time when they asked him, what commandment should you obey? They asked Jesus himself, what commandment should you obey? He quoted Exodus chapter 20. Verse 12. Let's read Exodus. Okay, let's read Matthew first. Matthew chapter 19, verse 17 to 19. So you see, Jesus was preaching and they came to tell him, that what, what command should they obey? Mm, 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 mm. And let's see, yeah, read it for us first. Matthew nineteen seventeen to 19. Mm-hmm. And he said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. He saith unto him, Which? Jesus said, Thou shalt do no murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness. Honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt love the neighbor as thyself. So, so the Bible says when Jesus was preaching, he came to and said, Good master, he said, I'm not good, blah, blah. He said, If you want to be good, Jesus said to the man, If you want to be good, good, righteous, then keep the commandment. And he asked the man which commandment. And Jesus gave him this command. But guess what? This commandment is Exodus 20, verse 12. So even if there's something like Old New Testament, if anything, Jesus is telling us that is the what is the yes. Old Testament we are to keep. Amen. Are, are you getting it? Yes, yes. <laughs> Except, Exodus. See, we are going to start the youth church. What do you say? Uh-huh. And we will leave the old ladies and men. And we will go, eh? Yeah. I can see they're enjoying it. Amen. We, our, the youth church will spend the entire Sundays after we finish with them. We spend the entire Sundays in the temple. What do you say? Hey. Amazing. Hey, oh. uh-huh. Amazing. Oh. Don't worry. We, 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 I'm young. I'm not old. We are full of energy and zeal. We can be there for hours. Amen. We are not busy. We are not busy. Uh, the mothers and the fathers will take off our bills. So we are not. Amen. <laughs> Please read it for us. Mm-hmm. Exodus chapter 20 verse 12. Mm-hmm. Honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth to the sixteen. Thou shalt not kill. Mm-hmm. Thou shalt Isn't not this kill. what Jesus was no. quoting yes. to him? Thou shalt not commit adultery. So even, even, mm. even, if the so-called Old and New Testament, yes. Jesus is saying that's what we are to be, what mm-hmm. the so-called Old. Yes. So even if it is, it means the New Testament is telling us, mm. go to the Old Testament, mm-hmm. even if it is. Mm-hmm. But believe me, I've come across many people. So yeah. that is Old Testament. Mm. Oh, that is Old Testament. That is Old Testament. It's just to stop you. Wow. Because now, because yes. this work against only those Amen. who are obeying the word. And this one, I can go on yes. and go on and go on and go on and go on. My Bible that I'm using to study now, 
make reference of every Old Testament word in the New Testament. That's why I realize if I should, yeah, amplifier also do that. If you should color it, you see that the New Testament itself, yeah, at least it's 50% what we call Old Testament. Yes. So you see, if we should throw away the Old Testament, this is what will become of the Bible. Because truly, there's nothing like Old Testament, New Testament, when it comes to the scriptures. It has only got to do with what? The covenant that God has with what? Mankind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when you hear this is Old Testament, it's wrong. please show me where it says this yeah. is Old Testament. Yeah. I'm not able to. Because the Bible is clear. Yeah. Like we heard Jesus say, what should I obey? He directed him. In fact, I'm tempted to read one. Then we look at the last weapon. Let me read one. Amen. Which one should I read? Let me choose Matthew chapter 15, verse 4 to 5. The reason why I'm choosing this is because many people are afraid of Leviticus. Amen. But you see that in this scripture, mm. Jesus told them, if anything, they are to obey what the so-called what? Mm. Old Testament. So when you hear when people say, tithe is of the Old Testament. Mm. It's not true. Show me where it says it's of the Old yeah. Testament. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you have to say this is of the Old Testament, show me where it says yes. it's of the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. Please read it for us. Matthew 15. 4 to 5. Mm -hmm. Verse 4 to 5. Mm -hmm. For God commanded, saying, Honor thy father and so thy mother. So this is Jesus who is preaching, you know, eh? Honor thy father and thy mother. And he that curseth father or mother, let him die unto death. Mm -hmm. But ye said, Whosoever shall say to his father or his, uh, or his mother, it is a gift, by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me. Amen. So he said, yeah. God commanded us that we should what? Honor our father and mother. But whoever who cares their mother must what? Die. But you, you make excuses. So mm. And this is Leviticus wow. chapter 20 verse 9. So you see that Jesus was telling them to obey Leviticus. Chapter 20, verse 9. Yes. Jesus was preaching Leviticus chapter 20, verse 9. <laughs> Jesus, even Jesus' words. I have, Rolanda, look in the book box. There's a book called uh, The Evangelist's Handbook. Yes. Bring it, please. We have a book called In the Words of Jesus. It is full of Old Testament. Yeah. Because when Jesus came, how did he preach to the people? How did he question them? The Bible says he was at the temple daily, as, uh, teaching daily, yes, questioning yes. the people. There was no Matthew, there was no Luke, there was no John, there was no Revelation. So yes. what, what book was he using to teach them? Yeah. What book were, at the age of 12, were he asking them the questions from? Yeah. It is what... We call the Old Testament, which is... Yes, hallelujah. Please, do you understand? So when you hear this is Old Testament, is Satan coming against you? <laughs> yeah. Read the Leviticus 20 verse 9 then. Let's look at the final word. Leviticus chapter 20 verse 9. Mm -hmm. For everyone that curseth his father or his mother shall be surely put to death. He hath cursed his father or his mother, his blood shall be upon And Jesus him. was preaching hallelujah. it. Jesus was preaching. Hallelujah. Because it is a curse to curse your mother and your father. 
You see, the Bible says, do unto others as you want others to do unto you. So, however you treat your mother, however you treat your mother, you are saying to the system, not to your child, you are saying to the spiritual world, yes. that, that is the way your children should train you when it comes to you. Yeah. You've forgotten that you give birth one day. No, do unto others as you want them to do. So whether you are aware of it or not, as you are doing, you are saying that that should how it should be done unto you. Yeah, that's what it means. So this book, Basic Answers, every Christian must know. Yes. This is four or five years of experience mm. on the street. Mm. I've realized that Satan mm -hmm. has a set of questions. Yes. It's true. See, over yeah. five years on the street, yes. four days in a week, the whole day, yes. it's the same question. It's the, just that to you, maybe it is new. Mm -hmm. So it will confuse. It's the same questions yeah. over the years. Anybody who come to attack us or fight us will bring one nine, of these nine, questions. Nine ones, yeah. we'll, we'll bring one of these questions. It's a good question. Yeah. It's a good book to read. Great book. See, Satan has no new weapon. Mm. It's the same thing over and over. That's why you must respect those ahead of you. Don't be quick to, so that you can learn. Yes. He has no new. To you, it's new. You were born yesterday. He was here before you. To you, you, you you've just started earning thousands. To you, it is new. But it's not like it's new. But to you, it, it, it is new. You, you have just managed. Uh, working in miracles healing the sick but it's not new to you it's new <laughs> did you understand so the same attack the same trick he repeated over over it will come against you so this is a good book a very good book to read it it, it, it mentioned the questions maybe amanda you read one for us or you don't have a mic dora read one just choose anyone it will it will stay there it will state the, uh, the question and many accusations and it will answer it in very what? Concise. Amen. Have you chosen one? Mm -hmm. We want to go to the third weapon. Read one quickly, please. The question. Just one of the questions. Yeah. Um, some books have been taken out of the Bible. This is one of the accusations. Some books have been taken out. Oh, the answer. We want the answer too. <laughs> so you hear them say, the Bible, the Bible is not true. The, the books has been taken out to manipulate. It's not yes. so. This one, he's not saying it's not the word of God. He said the Bible is the word of God, but he's saying mm -hmm. that the main things has been taken out, and you don't know those things. That's why you are doing what you are doing mm -hmm. to sow that seed. Mm -hmm. The moment you fall a victim, now you begin to doubt the Bible. Could it be they didn't say this? It didn't say this. Even though you are reading clearly, that is saying that. Yeah. And what was the answer? It is not true that some books have been taken out of the Bible, but it is rather that some books that are not 100% of the Lord were not included in the Holy Bible. Do you see the difference? I thought that nothing was taken, but so it was rather not added. Because yeah. there are a lot of books. Uh -huh. The Holy Bible is an inspired word of God, and all the books that are in it were inspired by the Holy Spirit and were guided by the Holy Spirit. So we cannot just add any book to it. No. Mm -hmm as to what must be included and what must not be included. The additions of the other so-called books would only introduce a different gospel, teachings which... Because in the Bible, it yes. says, who is bringing you this different gospel? Mm. Say so they, mm. they are preaching a different gospel. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. 
teachings which will corrupt and blaspheme the gospel of Christ. So those books were rather now added. Mm -hmm. I so not like it was added. taken, it was rather not yes. added. Satan mm -hmm. failed. Yeah. Uh -huh. Amen. Mm -hmm. I say so because the scriptures. Why am I saying so? The scripture background. Amen. So not my mind. Uh -huh. Because the scripture says. Mm -hmm. All scriptures are God breathed and written by the Holy Spirit, and that no man is allowed to add or take away from the Bible. That's what the scripture Hallelujah. says. Mm. That's why I'm saying what I'm saying. It's a good book. So you see that this one, yes. I'll say, when you're, that's on the streets at least. All the time. All the time from yes. this book. Mm -hmm. Amen. So it's a good, good book, book, good yes. book to read and to know. Amen. Amen. The, the third and final scheme of satan against those who come against him is if he doesn't succeed with twisting the word of god with you does not succeed with the old testament now you say this is the law <laughs> the law mm. yeah. yeah you say this is the law yes. we are not meant to obey the law again oh it is the law is mm -hmm. the law yeah is the law yeah is the law but some of them even mix the law and the Old Testament, New Testament. They mix it. They speak of the law like the Old Testament is the law, or the law is the Old Testament. I don't know whether they do in textile because they themselves they are confused. But then you hear this: the text screams, we tell that this is what the law. Mm -hmm. Oh, that that scripture is the law. We are no more under mm -hmm. the law. We are now under grace. So we don't need to do this again. Is the law. Mm. It is a lie. It is a lie. What, what is the law? In the Bible, we have the law and we have laws. The yes. law is the first five books yeah. of Moses. Another name for the law is the Torah, which we've seen Jesus preaching from, quoting, yeah. saying we should obey. Psalm 119 that we did yesterday say God has what? Laws. laws. So the law is a name given to the first five books. Mm, mm, mm. And after that one, we call the rest the prophets. Just like we call, we have the gospels and we have the acts or, and the letters. So the word law doesn't mean the first five books is a law. Mm. It's just a word. Mm, mm. Do, do we get it? Yeah. Like, do you know Matthew, Mark, Luke, John? We call it the gospel. Because why that? Because it's an account of Christ. And like Acts. Yes. Acts. We call it what? The epistles. Yes. Uh, no, Acts is not. Acts means the Acts. The word Acts is what the apostles did. Yeah. So we call it the Acts. Acts of the apostles. What they did. And we have the epistles or the letters. The one that they wrote to the church. Epistle means letters. So it's just we human beings grouping it, heading it mm -hmm. for our understanding. But the Bible has laws. Laws. And these laws are not only in the law, the five first five books. You find it some in the law, you find some in the prophet, like book like Isaiah, Jeremiah, and you find some in the gospels, you find some in the epistles, you find some in the acts. You understand? Mm. So some of the laws, some of the laws now is inactive. Not because it's yes. been cancelled. Yeah. It has been upgraded. 
Yes. Amen. And these laws that has been upgraded are only five. The laws yes. of faith, the laws regarding faith, regarding grace, regarding sin, regarding uh, righteousness. Amen. And what's the fifth one? Um, regard, what did I say? The laws regarding what? Grace, faith, Grace, sin, sin, righteousness, righteousness and curse. So these are the laws that has been upgraded. Yes. Note the laws. The Bible has more than 100 laws. Yeah. And what is the law about grace? We'll read it. That has been up. Uh, the law about uh, righteousness. First, first, do you know that like eating pork will make me unrighteous? It will defile me. But now righteousness is true Christ Jesus. That's why I can eat pork and not be considered unrighteous. Yes. So Jesus said, it is not what goes in you that defiles you, Amen. but what comes out of you. So that law has been updated. Amen. Please, do you, do you understand? Like curse, curse, the law regarding curse. First, as a, as a Jew or a Christian, if you see my hair, I have to let hair grow long. Yeah. Men don't shape. Yeah, they don't shape. You don't shape your hair. You have to be growing. When you wear any material that is mixed with two different fabric, many of the material is mixed. Cotton and linen or cotton and... It, it, all those things is disobedience. So it puts you under a curse. Yeah, but now, through Christ, no more. Because Christ has redeemed us from the curses of the law. Specific law. Mm, we will read it. Mm, mm, mm. Please, do, do, do you understand? Yes. So, like grace. Now, it is the grace of God that we operate Hallelujah. in. Grace is not mercy. Grace is just divine enablement. That is why I'm a yes. priest. If it wasn't grace, I couldn't. Yes. I wasn't born a priest. None of my family was a priest. Where did I learn it from? How did I know the scripture? Grace, I've received grace. Hallelujah. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. His grace, mm. his divine enablement. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So this law has been updated. Yeah. Like the law of sin. The mm. Bible says without the shedding of blood, there's no, no forgiveness of sin. But yes. none of you have, this year have you sacrificed calf <laughs> for the forgiveness of sin? Yeah. So why have your sin forgiven? Because now the new law upgrade said now, through the blood of Christ Jesus. Yes. Christ has become the sacrificial lamb. So that is why that by his blood we are forgiven. That's why I do not need to share, but still you need blood. But now it's the blood of Jesus. No more the blood of animals. So these are the laws that has been upgraded. Yes. Finish. Apart from this, there's nothing about law again. You see, but then you come and say the law. The law. When they say that again, what do you do? Hmm. Please show me where it says the law says, says that this is the law. Yeah. You, you ask them to hmm. show you. When they say, oh, this is the law. So say, please show me. Show me. Just, let's read some scriptures. Let's read some scriptures. Leviticus chapter 26, verse 46. 
The reason why we are reading Leviticus 26 verse 46 is for you to understand that mm. there are judgments and there are laws. Mm. Mm -hmm. So the reason why we are reading for you to understand that there are laws, not one law, not yes. a law, that it, there are laws. Please read yeah. it for us. Leviticus 26 verse mm. 46. Mm. These are the statutes and judgments and laws which the Lord made between him and the children of Israel. So no, this are the statutes and yes. judgment and the laws. Mm -hmm. So there are several what? Laws. We just read one law. Yes. Jesus quoted, mm. honor thy father mm. and thy mother that it may go well with mm. you. It's a law. It's a law. Mm. It's a law. In fact, Bible is a law. It's also a command. Yes. Please, do you understand? So, the only reason why I read this is to show you that what? There are many what? Laws. Amen. Yes. Now, let me show you the, the laws that has changed. Look at the law of grace. Or let's look at the law of faith first. The law of faith. Mm -hmm. The law of faith. Romans chapter 3 verse 27 to 28 so i'm not teaching about the law of faith or the law of grace but i want you to understand that these are only the laws that has been upgraded so when we talk about the law that has changed it is this other than that then genesis chapter 1 is no more important the abraham blessings are no more important because you find it in the first five books then that means the ten commandments it's no more relevant because you find the Ten Commandments in Genesis. Am I like Genesis or Exodus? Yes. It means it's no more relevant. It means you can't treat your father anything anyhow. It means uh -huh. that shall not still is the law. We don't need it anymore. So you can still. Yeah, yeah that's what it means. Yeah. Mm. When we say that is the law, mm. the, that is the law that we are no more under. No, that's what it means, isn't it? If we say the first five books is the law that we are no more under. It means all the things written there, we are no more what? Valid. Mm. Oh, are you with me? Mm. Yes, yes. Are, are you getting me? Yeah. Okay. So let's look at the law of grace. Hallelujah. Of faith, sorry. Romans uh, chapter 3, verse 27 to 28. Mm -hmm. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. So note, it said now, it is no more by the law of what? works but mm. the law of what faith, faith. Mm -hmm. therefore we conclude that a man is justified by faith by faith without the deeds of the law amen so the the uh, picture button so it said we, we justify that man is what mm. now justified by faith but mm. not the deeds of the law as i said first i have to be going to jerusalem yeah you have to yeah. because there's a scripture that says uh, 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 Anyone who doesn't come to Jerusalem shall not receive rain, meaning bless you. At least once a year you have to go there. Because that, that's where the temple of God is. Mm. But now, now I am the temple mm -hmm. of God. Amen. So I don't need to go to Jerusalem. You see, so he said, now nah, it's how do we know? He said, now nah, it's not the works of the law that justify you now, nah, it is faith. Yes. So it is the Bible that told us that that law has what? Change. Mm -hmm. So now mm -hmm. I can wear a mixture of linen and cotton cloth. Mm -hmm. And I'll still be fine, right? Justified before what? God. So it's that it is specifically 
about what? Justification. Because now it's not the works of the law that what? Justify us, but it's the law of what? Faith. Hallelujah. Please, do you get it? Yes. Look at the law of righteousness. Romans chapter 10, 4 to 5. So there is it says, okay, let's read it first. Hallelujah. Romans mm -hmm. chapter 10, mm -hmm. verse 4 to 5. Mm -hmm. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. Mm -hmm. For Moses describeth the righteousness which is of the law, that Amen. the man which doeth those things shall live by them. Amen. Amen. So it said Christ is the what? End of the law yes. of righteousness. So how do we know the law? Because when you read the Bible, it has a lot of things that tells you need to do to remain righteous. But I said now Christ has become the end of it. Why? Because now righteousness is true. Christ Jesus. So how did we know that those things we don't need to do will still be very righteous? The Bible is what told us. Yeah. You see, our time is going, but I want to say that when we talk about the law, the only laws that has changed mm. are this one. And how did we know it? It is the Bible that told us that these laws has changed. Now, the first five book is not the mm. law that has changed. Because the Ten Commandments, you find it in the law, what we call the law, the Torah. Mm, yeah. Hallelujah. And especially one popular one you hear, they say, tithe is of the Lord, mm -hmm. or tithe is of the old commandment. Mm -hmm. But even the first five books, you don't find tithe in it. Malachi is not the law. Malachi is the prophet. Yeah. Even though in the first five books, there are recordings of law, because Abraham paid tithe. And Hebrew, Hebrew, Hebrew is a letter, an epistle. It's, it's, it's a New Testament. Hebrew speak about tithing. Dedicate a whole chapter or two about tithe. Yeah. But here people say it is the law. Show me where it says it's the law. So for simplicity, there's nothing like it's the law. If it is the law you don't need, it is the Bible that will tell you, like the ones we read, it's clear. It's the Bible is telling you. Let, let's read one. Uh, like Galatians chapter 3 verse 13. You will know that all the curses that I say it will come on you if you do this. If you confess the woman, if you are in the month of your time or the time of your month, you couldn't come here. No. You were not allowed. If you come here, you will be cursed. In fact, we are to stone you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is why the woman with the issue of her blood, you don't know. The faith, he took, she took yes. the risk. Yes. You see, but now mm -hmm. you are here, you know, because in fact, you rather be blessed. Amen. Because you see that true Christ, the law has now changed true Christ. Hallelujah. Please read it for us. Galatians 3 verse 13. Galatians mm -hmm. 3 verse 13. Mm -hmm. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Amen. Amen. So you see that he has redeemed us from the Hallelujah. curse of the law. The curses that is meant to come on you just for violating. Yes. Yeah. Please, are we getting it? So Satan will tell that this is the law. Hmm. No, the word of God is one. Yes, the word of God is made up of laws. It's made up of principles. It's made up of statutes. It's made up of commands. Mm -hmm. But there's no law that we are not supposed to be. The laws that we are not supposed to be, the Bible tells us, 
The, the Bible is clear. What, what are Jesus' words yes. regarding the law? You mm -hmm. let's say again, let's say what they call the law. Mm -hmm. The first five book or the Old Testament is the law. What are Jesus' words regarding the law? Yes. Let's read it and we bring it to an end. What are Jesus' end? Words regarding what? The Lord. Amen. Amen. Look at Luke chapter 10. Yeah. Amen. Luke chapter 10, verse 25 to 28. Hallelujah. 28. Amen. And this note, Jesus was questioned about what one needs to do to be, to be holy, to have everlasting life. Mm -hmm. And look at what he said. So let, let's say, let's say, the so-called is the law, is the law, is the law. Let's see what Jesus is saying about the law. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Luke chapter 10. I, I'm intentional to give you the two sides of the coin. Yes. Amen. Uh -huh. Luke chapter 5, verse mm -hmm. uh, 10, verse 25 to 28. Mm -hmm. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him, saying, Master, what should I do to no, this is a temptation, uh -huh. inherit eternal life? He said unto him, What do I do to be saved in eternal life, salvation? Mm -hmm. What is written in the law? How readest thou? And he answering said, Thou shalt love the Lord with all the, uh, they sh thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength and with all thy mind and thy neighbor as thyself. And he said unto him, Thou hast answered right, this do, and thou shalt live. So what did Jesus say? He said, when I say, Jesus said, what is written in the law? Yeah. And the woman quoted what is written in the law. And Jesus said, you do what is written in the law. So even if anything, mm. for argument's sake, the Lord, the Lord. Jesus said we are to do the law. I didn't say it. It's clearly there. Jesus said, what is written in the law? And the man could tell it. Did Jesus say, you are no more under the law? He said, rather do. The law that we are not under, he has showed it. One popular one, Matthew chapter 5, verse 17. Amen. And this is Jesus' first preaching. One popular one. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Read it for us. Matthew chapter 5, verse 17. Mm -hmm. Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I have not come to destroy but to fulfill. Hallelujah. Clearly. He <laughs> said, don't think I've come to destroy it. I've come to, I have not, even I've come to fulfill it. Hallelujah. And right from that, he began to, he began to enforce the law. He even began to make it difficult. He said, for example, he said, it is written. It is written. Yes. It is written that, uh, if you sleep with a person, you've committed what? Adultery. Adultery. But I say no. If, if the desire, the desire, you've done it. Which one is harder? The mm. desire, you've done it. Yeah. You say, it is written that uh, if you kill or something, you say no. But even if you call somebody a fool, a fool, okay. it's enough crime. Which one is harder? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which one is harder? Yeah. So if anything, Jesus rather say we are to build the law. If by their, it's under the law, the law, the law. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of scriptures about the law which we won't read it. For example, Romans would tell that the law is holy, the law is righteous, the law is good, all those things. So if we go by that argument, even. So all I'm saying that these are the three main weapons. Believe it. If you are, this is... This weapon are for those who are obeying the word. Because now you're obeying the word. The only way he attacks you is that 
it's good you're being this way, but this is the law. To, it's giving you an excuse, a legitimate excuse. And the more you grab it, meaning you won't obey that, that's your end. And you, it's if you don't know, you would think you have a genuine reason or you know better. That's why you're not being. But you become a victim. Yes. You've been haunted. Or you tell that this is old, old commandment. Mm. You, you let them just show you. Mm. If it's true, they obey it. That's all. Yeah. Or he'll question the word as if he's speaking for the word and what? Twist the word within you, sow a seed, a doubt, question. And that will be lingering if you are not aware at the back. I, we've come across this. There was one woman said, we are not allowed to celebrate any celebration. No party, no celebration. Hey, no Christmas, all those things. Hey, the Bible talks about festivals. Mm. Plenty. Mm. Jesus himself, he was at the wedding reception. Plain, is that, isn't that celebration? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. They don't want us even to laugh. They don't even want us to smile. But the joy of the Lord is our strength. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So don't become victim. No. When they say it is a command, it is an old testament, let them show you. Like when I say now, now you don't need to have all those things, pork and things in order to be righteous. I was able to show you that now righteousness comes through what? Christ Jesus. It says it clearly. Let them show you. When they say this is the law, let, let them show you. Because mm. it's only the Bible that interprets the Bible. Bible. No scripture is under any private word. Interpretation. interpretation. Meaning you can't. Yes. It is only the scripture that interprets itself. Amen. Amen. When he questioned Amen. the word to twist it, let him show you. Show yes. me. You show me. Yes. Show yes. me. Yes. Lift up your voice and just begin to pray. Hallelujah. And pray and thank God for this word. Pray and thank God for this word. Pray and thank God for this word. And by the revelation of this word, Father, we ask in the mighty name of Jesus that open their eyes, give them understanding. Give them understanding. May they never ever become victim of the enemy. May they never ever fall pray to the enemy but give them divine escape by their words may all attack of the enemy be overridden may it be overridden may it be overridden any word of yours that they've stopped obeying that they've ceased to obey because of a word like that because they become victim lord i pray that show it to them speak to them and cause them to go back in obeying that word so that that word will be true in their life so that that word will come to pass in their life in the mighty name of jesus father into your hands i commit them Lord God Almighty, I ask that bless them. Lord, I've given them your word. As Jesus was victorious against Satan, may they be victorious against the attack of Satan. May they never become victims to the schemes of Satan. And Lord, as from now, they will hold on to your word and they will obey all your word. I ask and I ask. And I ask 
that may your word be true in their life. May they find out that your word is true and we'll be careful to give you all the glory and all the praise in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. We thank God. <laughs> we are going to come for our communion. Amen. Um, as the choir give us a song, but if, if you've not brought your offerings and your tithes, we've already received our offerings and tithes. So as you come for your communion, please bring your offering and your tithes. Amen. And we will sing. What song are we singing, choir? Mm. Will we monitor the video? Mm. What song are we singing? What can wash okay, away our Mm. Father, we thank you for this blood of Jesus and body of Christ. We ask that bless this and sanctify it for us in the mighty name of Jesus. By this, may we be in Christ Jesus and may Christ Jesus be in us, among other things, in Jesus Christ's name. Walk and wash away my sins. May we come for our communion. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood.
Jesus Christ, I declare and decree that by this communion we are in Christ Jesus, and Christ Jesus is in us. Therefore, no weapon fashioned against us shall prosper. And we declare that by his stripes we are healed in Jesus Christ's name. Father, we also bring before you our offerings and our tithes. We ask that may this offerings and tithe be pleasing and acceptable unto you. We ask that receive it with favor. Now multiply it for your church. And by this, may the needs of your church be met. May there be abundance in your household. And may your battles be fought. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Please be seated. We will give the announcement and go, but before we go, I would like to raise funds. Amen. Are you happy? <laughs> Rhoda, bring me some envelopes. Um, the purpose of raising the funds is uh, we all know we are moving uh, to this new place. Amen. So because we are moving, there's uh, things we would need to do. Uh, Apart from our rent going up, it is increasing more than 50%. Uh, but apart from that one, meaning this month you have to pay that much. For example, we have to buy things like puppets. Like this puppet is not for us. It, is, it was here. Our own is bent. So where we are going, there's no puppet. So we have to buy puppets. For example, we will have to, before we move in, we will have to print new leaflets because all the leaflets we have has this address. We have to cut new stamp because every tract we stamp it, it has this address. I don't know, it's more likely we will need to buy storage. The reason why I'm saying that even though they will provide storage, the storage they showed us is like the one at the back. But if we have our own puppet, we will need to keep the puppet in a storage. It has what? Uh, height. I mean, these are some of the things I can remember on top of my head. Amen. So, yeah, just to raise some funds so that we can move in powerfully. Amen. And as usual, my work is to ask. Amen. So, can I have oil? If you would like to donate to towards this, amen, you can just come for an envelope, amen. Um, this month will be our last month here, amen. So, we need to uh, get the stuff and other things, amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Uh, and even, yeah, I remember one, 31st, when I calculated 31st will cost us a minimum of 200 pounds extra because it's 50 pound hour. So even if it's nine to one, including setup time and parking, that's 200 pounds worth extra just for 31st service. Amen. So ideally, ideally, when we are giving them rent for next month, we have to add 
31st what yes so i'm just saying this to say these are some of the reasons why i'm asking for what the donation amen so if you would like to give uh, towards this please come for an envelope amen. and god who is god will bless me because even me when my children buy something whenever i pick a thing i remember the one who bought it amen it's true don't you remember so god god will bless us um yes thank god bless you To sanctify the envelope. It means the envelope is holy now. Yes. Uh huh. Uh -huh. God bless you. God bless you. God. Uh, sorry, mommy, come again. We are aiming. Sky is the heaven. The, the more you see, the better. When we even have excess, there are, there are lots of things we buy that I don't need funds. So, for example, that robot was 600 pounds. I didn't need funds. That mixer was 1,000 trees. I didn't need funds. I need funds for necessity. But if we have more, it will just buy things for us. Yes. For example, I have to buy, we have to buy, you see that thing with the pool? It's 400 pounds. We have to buy one for the, uh, the camera here because cables keep breaking. But this is something I will not ask for funds for. But when we have money, I'll buy it. So the more, you just go into the work and everything. Yes. God bless you. Or you, you want one yourself? Go and tell your mother you want one yourself and let me see if she gives the go ahead. Your daughter says you want one. Thank you. So the envelope must come back. Your mother says no. God bless you. Yeah, you can do by transfer. Just make the reference donation or donation. Okay, you have a father, don't worry. <laughs> okay, God bless you. For your donation advance. May we please arise. May we please arise. Listen, the third day when Jesus Dancer campaign, something amazing happened. For the first time, we were, we were waiting for the code. We want the code to come, and the code wasn't coming. It wasn't code because we were fully prepared. Am I lying? Fully prepared because we are the gifts and everything is perfect. It's like, why is it not cool? Why is it not cool? Can you believe it? <laughs> May he cause his face to shine on you. May, the God, may God lift you up. May you know him as the provider as well. May you know him as the healer as well. For he is the provider and he is the healer. May you know him as the almighty God, all-seeing God as well. Father, give each one of them a testimony. Let the plans that you have for them, that plans to prosper them, 
to give them a future and a hope be established. May those plans come to pass in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father in heaven. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Go and prosper. Go and excel. Go and work stronger. As you go, may you become victorious. May you become victorious. May you become victorious. For your sake, for your sake, for your sake, may God intervene in the name of Jesus. Amen. Give the Lord a clap of faith. So from next week, don't forget, we are preparing for the year 2022. So let us not miss. Amen. It is important we prepare. Amen. And also remember that this month will be our last month what's here. Next week, I'll give much more details. Amen. Uh, but if you want to go and look at the place you don't know, Sister Denise is here. Oh, sorry, not today. Not today. She said it, but she didn't complete the sentence, so I didn't get it. Yeah. Should we pass the baton? Lift up your hand. Sister, you, you, why are you looking back? <laughs> Sister Marama is here. Lift up your hand so they will know you. If you want to go and see the place, tell her she will take you to show you so that your first day will be easy. Amen. God bless you. Our strength, thy grace, our thy way, our end, a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Give the Lord a clap of We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's Word. For audio CDs, videos, books, and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.